For more than 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. Defensive end Alfonso Carriker took a somewhat circuitous route to Green Bay. He came out of Columbus, Ohio as an outstanding tight end, then went to Florida State to play for legendary coach Bobby Bowden, where, by the way, he didn't play a lick of tight end. I went to Florida State as a tight end. I didn't go there to play D-line. Um, when I got there, um, I think a couple of guys got hurt on defense, and I guess that made me a permanent defensive line. But me coming out of high school, I just wanted to play football. I was just having fun. Um, I think that Ohio State, Indiana, West Virginia, those schools all wanted me to play tight end. But I was just wanting to play ball. I just wanted to have fun. And just to have that advancement to get out of the, the neighborhood and go do something else, that was important to me because my mom always made sure we went to Upward Bound. She always prepared us to go to uh, get that uh, continuing education. So I was going to try to go to college anyway. And then they were talking about free. And then I went from uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio, down to Tallahassee in, like, I think it was January, December, and it was cold as heck up there, and it was nice and sunny down there. I was in. <laughs> <laughs> and played for a legendary coach, Bobby Bowden. What was that like? You know, Coach is a beautiful guy. You know, I really didn't understand what was going on when I was down there because I was so happy-go-lucky. I don't know if Coach Bowden know an X and O, how to draw one up, but I know we had great, great uh, assistant coaches, and he was a great leader. And this was just, I was talking to some of the young fellas we came over here with, just the discipline that we had to do as far as being going to school. You had to be, if you didn't go to school, you had to run. Whatever you did, you had to run. And so I was telling those guys that I'm not late for anything to this day because I had to run. And so you had to go to class, you had to be to meetings on time. But Coach Bowden, there's just a lot of life learned lessons that I'm still just now getting from some of the stuff that he taught us. And you'd be like, where's he coming from with that? But as I'm 57 years old now, a lot of those things are going off in my head, even some of the things my mom and my dad told me. So. You're right, it was, it was a wonderful experience. He's 90 years old now. And uh, he always say something to me when I first got down there. He'll say, you know, Alfonso, everybody called me Chubb, nobody called me Alfonso. He was like, I remember you first got off the plane, he said, you had the raggediest suitcase I think I ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he noticed. He, he still remembers that. I was like, okay. What life lessons? Did you learn? Is there one that sticks out from all the others, or is it just something in general? Hey, I'm just grateful, man. I'm grateful that um, I was able to get involved with something that I liked um, doing and all the stuff that afforded me over my life. I met my wife in college. Uh, we have two wonderful kids. Um, playing football, I was able to go do a lot of visits. I've been halfway around the world. Um, the guys I played against back in the day, we still we still great friends. It's like a great fraternity. Uh, it's, it's, I love it when we try to go out and play in these golf tournaments and raise money for different charities. And you just have this, this wholesome feeling to say, hey, I like this guy here. He's an ex-ball player. We all come from the same cloth. We all did the same thing. 
and it's a mutual understanding there. You, you get what I'm saying? Um, we, like I said, it's a fraternity. So uh, what I take away from the game is, man, I was truly blessed and was able to just get out here and experience just his life. Just got a chance to break bread with these guys, love on one another. Uh, all our families are together, and some of our kids call each other uncles and aunties when we're not really that. That's a wonderful feeling. The Packers drafted character in the first round of the 1984 draft, 12th overall. He played six years in Green Bay through some tough times under head coach Forrest Gregg. When I first got here, I really didn't understand on how to be a pro. I really didn't understand all that. I really didn't understand that you needed to treat your body a certain way, you needed to do a certain thing. I was all kind of caught up in the fact that, hey, I made it and I'm enjoying myself. I'm going to enjoy this. I don't think it was probably until about my fourth year that I really understood that you had to really do certain things as a pro to make yourself better as a pro and as a person. So when I first got here, first Forrest Gregg was a hard man, you know. Well, he, he seemed to be or tried to be. Um, and he would say a lot of things in the meeting or, you know, he didn't make, you know, if, if he had something to say to you, he's going to say it to you or in front of everybody. Uh, I think my first year there, we went, we went eight and eight. And I don't think my second year, I know one year we only won three games. Now, you're talking about a wake-up call. That was tough because you read a lot of things that I thought was not fair to some of the players. Um, you know, if somebody made a mistake or there was always something going on, um, but it just seemed like that when you're down, it seemed like the paper would kick you. But then it was a life learning lesson. You know, uh, here you are making good money, you're playing something that you got guys that will stand in line to do, and you have to really appreciate it. And sometimes things were your fault and sometimes there wasn't, or sometimes it's just things didn't go your way, and sometimes it did. But uh, you had to just be a man about things, mm -hmm. be a big boy about things, get up, let that go, and just keep on trying to do your job. So, like I said, it, it took me a couple years for me to grow up. You know, we talk about teams around here and you obviously everybody dwells on the successful teams and everything else but you played in an era when as I mentioned you didn't have a lot of success but what was it like being part of the team what do you remember from those years your teammates I mean you're going through tough times together does that endure as you go through life do you remember that oh yeah you you, you can never forget it um I thought together you had to hold on to each other you know, you had to have some kind of co cohesiveness. You had to have something to glue to kind of hold you or bond you together because you go out there and you know you're playing hard, you put your hardest in it, and then we lose. And then we lose. And uh, it was like, you know, like back in the day when the Saints wasn't doing well and they had the guys were coming with the sack over their heads. These guys would still come, but I don't think they would just boo you. It's just that they expected more out of you, and we expected more out of ourselves. You always hear the pack is back, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And then something would happen. Somebody would get in trouble, something would happen, and it just seemed like it was just like, whoo, you know, we just couldn't get, we just couldn't get, we just couldn't get it together. I thought we had excellent players here. We had great guys. I was just telling these guys about Don Magic Mikowski. Man, this guy comes here, 
I mean, he was setting it on fire. I mean, I'd never seen a quarterback like this dude when I first saw him. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't get it done. But then when I left, they, they, they started doing real well. After leaving Green Bay in 1989, Carriker would go on to play three years in Denver, even making an appearance in Super Bowl 24. Through all the ups and downs, injuries and disappointments of an eight-year career, no regrets. Wonderful experience. I, I, I wouldn't trade anything that happened to me for nothing. I love the way it happened in my life. Everybody wished they would have did something different. But hey, I'm, I, like I say, I'm truly blessed. I am still am uh, to be here 57 years old. I got a lot of things going on but uh, feel blessed about all my past.